Hey, hey Wizards and welcome back to the Wizards of Ecom podcast, your go-to for all things e-commerce and Amazon selling. I'm your host, Noemi, and get ready and super excited to chat here with Nadav Gordicki. He is the CEO and co-founder of Capec. He's also a pro in the e-commerce world, having successfully run four brands as a seven-figure seller. He also knows the struggles that sellers face with cash flow while growing their businesses. So this is why he also started Capec. Um, they offer a unique solution for funding for inventory purchases. And today I would like to discuss just about that because most of the time I feel that this is a topic that a lot of sellers are talking about, a lot of sellers are curious about. Most of the sellers have bad experiences. So today, this episode is going to be just about that, asking all the questions before making sure that you're going to choose the right partner. Nadav, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on. Hi, Naomi. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, it's great to be able to talk about something I'm so passionate about. And hopefully I can help anyone else uh, improve their business. Definitely. So as I was saying, today's topic is really going to be how to navigate e-commerce growth when it comes to financing. But before we're jumping right in, I think the most important for me personally and also for audience, uh, could you share some of your background, some of your journey as a seven-figure seller and how did you become the co-founder of Capec? Yes, sure. Um, so I started selling uh, in 2015. Uh, just like everybody else, I did an online course and brought out my first product and it started selling very well and grew the business. Uh, after that, we, we we were doing different types of products under one store Then we split it up into three different brands. And also in the last uh, couple of years, I've also purchased a couple brands uh, to grow them. Uh, I felt it's a better and faster way to, to grow a brand. And so that's what we've been doing lately. Um, so I'm familiar with all the struggles. I mean, back then in 2015, uh, I think it was a lot easier, a lot less competition. Uh, things were simpler. The past uh, four to five years have been uh, going up and down with COVID and e-commerce was booming. And then again, everything was going well for everyone. And I'm sure everyone's struggling from last year uh we have a lot less sales uh, uh we have a lot more competition a lot more sellers out there that were there during the year of covid when there was a lot more business and you have to be a lot more efficient and a lot more scalable and and really work on every aspect of your store in order to make it succeed so we've been concentrating on that of course this year and as a seller every time and going to conferences and meeting other sellers, uh, one of the first things that everyone was asking me is always about uh, if I'd invest in their store, how do they get finance? How do they get capital to bring more inventory and to grow their store? And every time we try to find the solutions, and I invested in a couple of stores, took equity in those stores, things like that, and and I understood that there really isn't. Uh, a very good financing uh, solution out there for these stores. I mean, when we look at the growth that we need to grow our store, probably 80 to 90% of it is the inventory because that's where all the capital is invested. And, and even if you're selling great, you're making money, 
you're always going to need double and triple the inventory in your next order. So, so as long as you're growing, you're never taking any money back. You're always needed to reinvest in it. And, and in the e-commerce space, I feel that most of us have come from either we were a small business or we even, in most cases, we were uh, working uh, as employees somewhere and we started this business on the side. Uh, anyone that's done big, large businesses uh, anywhere basically knows that you need capital to grow your business and financing is just part of a growth of any business. And here in the e-commerce space, I feel that many are not taking advantage of this. They're afraid of it. They're not familiar with it. And that's uh, and that's a shame because their stores are not reaching the full potential. Their business is not growing as fast as it could without getting that extra fuel of financing to help it grow. And and I think today we'll, we'll hopefully we'll be able to help some of these uh, businesses understand where and what type of financing you should take for your store. Love it. You just mentioned something interesting and there were two things. They are afraid and they are not taking full, um, they're not thinking full advantage of it. I think those are the two main things which most sellers are facing. So to diminish fear, which are the things that someone should know before considering, should I go and reach out to someone to finance my business? So definitely I understand where fear comes when you take debt. I mean, it's something you 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 have to return. It's something that you're that sits on you that you know is 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 a commitment and that's why you should try to find the right debt partner i mean a lot of co most conventional loans uh whether it's bank or or other loans they'll they'll run their credit check and it's a personal loan and a personal guarantee and that's very risky to do when you have a business that Unfortunately, even Amazon can shut your store any day because of something that they decided. So, um, so yeah, that's 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 scary. But on the other hand, there are other solutions out there. Like our solution, we basically partner with you on the inventory. So the only collateral we take is the actual inventory. So if something happens, we're partners. You have nothing to worry about. No one's gonna take your home. No one's going to take your car. No one's going to ruin your, your personal credit. We're just going to make sure to to, uh, to take that inventory and try to sell it ourselves. Or we'll help you find a solution because we're partners on that that purchase order. In most cases, when, uh, when a seller has a problem, we'll come in and try to help them solve that problem. So you're not only getting financing when you work with us, you're also getting a partner and a consultant that can help you get out of problems that may may occur along the way. That's super cool. I think that's super um, impressive because most most financing solutions they are not offering that, you know. And I think that is the first first thing that I see that you're also a seller, so you understand what seller needs and they really need someone. Sometimes it's really a hand holding process and trust process, and I'm happy that you you guys figured that out and implemented that in your business. All right. So once that they have this trusted partner. I think the next thing is most sellers are not really aware of how their business run and of their numbers. And that's also, I see it as a potential issue why they are not 
reaching out for financing. So I'm curious on your end, whenever someone says maybe XYZ brand comes to you and they are asking for financing, which are the things that you would look at them to see if they are the right partner for you in order for you also to become the right partner for them? Definitely. So we, we're here to help uh, sellers and, and businesses grow. Uh, so it needs to be a business that's been running for at least uh, usually a year, a product that's been selling for six months. And we look we look at every product separately because we are financing the, the actual purchase order of that inventory. So he can finance one product and not finance another with us. And uh, so we look at the specific product also. And just doing a, a run with us is basically getting some kind of like a free audit because when we check that product, we'll come back and we'll say, hey, uh, this product is not is not making money because you have very bad ACOS or very bad advertising or your cost of uh, manufacturing and shipping is too high. If you don't raise your price of sale, this product is never going to make money. We look at, at everything in that in that in the category in the product itself. We'll also look at competition and the space. A lot of times we'll have a seller come to us and say he wants to buy 20,000 units. And when we look at the at the entire space, the, the entire category he's selling, there's only 2,000 a month. So obviously you're not going to take over the category and there's no reason to buy a whole year of inventory now. So we come back and we give this feedback. So we we basically look at everything that has to do with the store and the product that they're working Sadly, they're profitable, they're, they, they have potential growth and their sales are going up all the time. And then we're able to build the right financing uh, option for that purchase order so that he really can buy as much as he needs in order to sell it off uh, and get to, to the true sales of his, the true potential of his uh, skill without running out of inventory and losing all that. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I, I'm not even sure that I ever asked if people are financing for product or for brand. And it's interesting that you are financing per product because that that is also way more like a next level of stuff. I feel that sometimes it's like, yes, we have money. That's like $50,000 for you and like do whatever, you know, and like on, on the brand level when, as you might be certainly knowing this, most of the time it's maybe one product that actually makes money and the rest of it's like, no, they're not yeah. making money. So, so I like that you had that approach. It's a really cool approach. Are there any like question, mistakes newbies make whenever they start and they just don't know about the financing world and they might seem to be a good fit, but actually they are the worst clients to work with just because they don't have financing skills, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's, it's less on our side. I mean, uh, I think when you're going to look for financing in, in general, you need to understand what you need the financing for and find the exact right financing for that solution. Because um, if we're looking, let's say, at advertising, then when you when you advertise and you you basically create sales immediately and you get your return on, on that sale within a month. So you don't really need long-term financing for something like that. If you can just get a, a credit card uh, um line then that can even be a great solution for you because you don't need anything long term but when it comes to inventory financing 
what's very important is the the structure of the of the financing when are the funds deployed and also the the cash flow the returns um because anyone all of us that were manufacturing private labels uh the the cash flow goes where you have to make an order let's say $100,000 in China you put a deposit $30,000 and hopefully a month later it's ready. Sometimes it might take two months. And if there's problems, even three months until the product's ready. And then you have to pay the difference. Then you're paying your shipper. And only then, and only about a month and a half later, it reaches Amazon and we start selling that product. So you have a period of about three to four months that you're only manufacturing. So it's important that you take the funding that fits that. Because if you take any most of the fundings out there are revenue financing. They look at the revenue of your sales. They give you a certain amount of money today, and they start taking it off already from your next uh, disbursements. Yes. If you do that, and you have six months of, uh, of financing, on those four months already that you didn't even get the inventory to Amazon yet, you already had to pay back most of the financing. So it didn't really add any capital. It didn't really grow your your extra money for inventory. It just postponed your payments, putting you in cash flow restraints because you have you invested in new inventory, but you still haven't sold it. So how are you going to pay back that that investment? So it's very important to try and find the right solution that fits the true cash flow. With us, in our solution, we'll approve your loan. We'll approve the financing before you place the order with the manufacturer. In most cases, we'll finance, let's say, 70%. So you can put the 30% deposit knowing that the 70% will be covered by us. But we only cover it when the product's ready. So if the pro the manufacturing time got postponed by a month or two or three because of problems, no payments, no fees, nothing happens. It basically, the financing only starts when the product's ready. The deployment of funds is very efficient. To, to come out exactly on the day that you need it and not that it's sitting in your account during nothing. So in that way, we pay the manufacturer, we pay the shipper. We usually postpone the repayments until the product starts selling on Amazon. And then we build the repayment plan to fit the sales rate. So it's it almost builds a, a solution of basically buy your inventory, pay it back when you sell it. So you have no payments along the way that can create cash flow restraints. And that's really pressure that you don't want. Uh, you want to be able to sleep at night knowing that you don't wake up in the morning having to pay back a, a loan that you didn't still didn't sell that inventory and you're stuck now and, and you're really worried and you don't know what to do. With us, it's always connected to the inventory sales. Even if sales start, go slower, then we can postpone payments. It's no problem. I love that. Okay, and obviously you also have the correct vocabulary because that is what I was referring to. So they are like, uh, it's a revenue based. What you're doing, guys, it's an inventory based, correct? Or like right. when, yeah, got it, got it. See, like those small details. Sales are actually, base, yeah. Yes, they are very, very crucial because most people have uh, experience with the first one, right? <laughs> so mm -hmm. this is why I'm saying that that's super important. All right, cool. So 
Um, it's interesting that you also mentioned that usually we are doing the stuff right and the clients don't know. Yeah, trust me, I know. <laughs> I, I, I am there. <laughs> I know how it is. So this is why we're creating actually these episodes because most of the time, as you're saying, people are, they, they have no clue about what they're doing. They, okay, I'm saying this out loud. Let's put it us. We had no clue what we were doing, but we become successful. And then we have to keep up with success because if we're not keeping up with success, there's no brand, right? And honestly, most people are like that. The ones that are successful, the ones that are not, they can still not figure out what what they did in order to not get successful, right? So based on that concept, I think that it's very important also to ask all the questions or ask all the potential problems that clients might be facing. So this is why I uh, asked that like, okay, what is wrong with it? And I love that you put it. Oh, it's usually the client. It's true. Usually the client yeah. doesn't know that. Yeah, I love that. No, but I, I think that, you know, when, we, when we're building a store, we, most cases, it's just us on our own and, and yeah. none of us are, are superheroes. I mean, you can't be a professional PPC advertising. You can't be a professional uh, uh, logistics manager, uh, professional listings and creative, a professional yeah. copywriter. You can't be all those things in one person. So you need to find what you're really good at and and concentrate on that part of your business and then you need to find the right partners that are professionals specifically in the industry in the part that they're doing and and i think that's the only way to succeed in this business because that's who's competing with you i mean whoever's competing with us is using the best ppc manager the best listings uh, create creators and the best pictures and the best uh, videos and if we try to do it all ourselves, we'll never be able to compete with them. So know what you're good at, concentrate on doing that and finding the best people around you to do the other things that you're not as good at. And same thing goes for, for creating good logistics. By the way, on our, because we're financing inventory in the whole chain of logistics, we're really helping our customers create a more efficient chain of logistics because in many cases, some of our customers come to us they don't even do inspections on their product you know yes. and that's that's a must we won't finance if we don't inspect the product and suddenly when we inspect the product for with them it's not a large cost it's a few hundred dollars you know and and suddenly you find out that they have 20 30% problems with that product because and they didn't expect they didn't inspect it that that could have been uh you know an amount of returns that would kid, kill the acid uh but once they work with us they do inspection they put insurance under shipping they sometimes they find better shippers because we see how much they're paying we know how much shipping is out there because we're doing hundreds if not thousands of shipments uh, uh orders uh, a month so we're also able to see if things don't look right then, like I said before, even if we see that their shipping is very expensive and it's ruining the profitability of the product, but we know it doesn't make sense, then we'll come back to them and say, look, your shipping is, <laughs> you're just paying more for no reason. There's better shippers out there. You can use them, save money, and then we can also finance you because your product will be profitable. Um, so you're getting also consulting on how much product to ship, at what rate, uh what shipping what shippers to use uh how to also try to use less uh 
maybe direct to Amazon or, or things like that, that would save you on 3PL, stuff like that. Or even 3PLs, we work with a whole chain of 3PLs that, that can give also sometimes better rates or make sure you don't run out of inventory in the country. Um, all these solutions are things that you get with us once you start working with us other than the financing. Well, it's super. I approve that message. Um, Nadav, are there any questions I should have asked and I haven't? Maybe frequently asked questions on your end from your customers that, you know? Um, I think uh, that's pretty much a lot of times people also when it comes to the financing, they ask uh, what's the, what's your commission? What's your uh, APR? Uh, not all financing use APR. A lot of times we use a fixed fee. That's how we work. We're basically a partner on the inventory. So we have a certain fee and we're at risk on that inventory with you. So just looking at APR doesn't always make the difference. And also a lot of finance companies, they'll give you offers saying they're financing a million dollars and and for the next year. But when you look at the true schedule amounts of when, when they're giving you money and how much money they're taking back, you see that they're, it's really short. And in most cases, those payments are not really suitable for what you need in your financing. And the fees behind them are a lot, lot higher than even any other financiers out there. So you need to really understand exactly what you need and make sure you get a clear offer for what you need, meaning when you need your money, the date you need that money, and also when you want to pay it back and the exact dates you want to pay it back so that you don't have any problems. And if things are clear and you know your fees, then you have no surprises and everything works well. And that's something that we believe in. So we're always very clear in that way. And, and, and it's hard. And a lot of other financiers are not very clear. So it's hard to compare offers, but don't be afraid to come back and say, Hey, I got this offer. Don't be afraid to ask other financiers. I got this offer. How are you better? How are you worse? You know, and, and, and just listen and get the, the feedback from, from the competitors so that you know that what you're getting is really the best solution for you. 100%. Since you were talking about um, offers, I think something that I forgot to ask, do you have any, any minimums and maximums? Yeah, so the minimum is a purchase order of uh, probably seven dollars $8,000, uh, where we're financing at least $5,000 of that. Uh, maximum, no, maximum can be millions depends on the store okay very very cool awesome so we did it next is the portion of wrap-up questions if you're familiar with the show i'm asking all my guests these three questions the first one goes like this uh, can you share a game-changing investment you made you made early on your journey that cost you 50 dollars or less well a game-changing investment of 50 dollars or less um Probably when I first started out, uh, Helium 10 or Jungle Scout were the best investments I could <laughs> I could buy at that time. I mean, without that, I don't think I'd even find the right product that I did. So that was definitely a game changer. <laughs> okay, that's a good one, yeah. Now that I'm thinking back, yeah, so probably that was our best investment. So it was there. <laughs> um, 
out of all the books that you read, if you have three of favorite one and why do you love those books and what did you learn from them? Um, I don't really have a specific favorite book, but um, I love, I like the business books, uh, Jobs and uh, and uh, Bezos and all the uh, the real large business uh, people. There's a lot to learn from them, what they did. And the most I, the most things I really like about uh, what they things that I took from them that I like is decision making and not being afraid. And I think one of the most important thing is as managers, as managing a business, is being able to make a decision. I mean, that's basically what we do all day. It's either we do this or we don't. We do this or we don't. And putting off making decisions is just harmful for the business. So. That's what I've always learned. Make fast decisions. Don't look back. Don't worry about making mistakes and learn from every decision you make. Those are my rules, at least in, in life. <laughs> Love it. For those interested in you or finding out more about your services and how you could help our listeners, what is the best way for them to reach out? So you can definitely reach out on the website. I mean, you can even file for an application automatically. It takes five minutes, connect your store and, and start getting our feedback and our solutions and consulting on your product uh, for the financing. Or you can email us to sales at Capic.io. Our website is www.capic.io. And uh and you can also reach out to our sales manager, at, uh, uh, Tom Bakaris. Uh, be glad to share his details later. Tom at Capic.io. Anything else that's needed. Brilliant. And we did it. It was amazing. Thank you so, so much for being on the show, Nadav. This was super, super helpful. Um, I loved all the answers. I loved the questions. And mostly I learned that this was really educational. I feel that this is one of the topics just because people don't know more and I'm talking even six, seven. Okay, if you're eight figure seller and you need this kind of episodes, it's like, hopefully you're just listening <laughs> to, to understand that you know what you're doing, right? right. But um, definitely I, I feel that this was super valuable for our audience. So thank you so, so much for being on the show. Thank you also. Thanks for having me and it was great. And I hope that everybody gets something out of it. Definitely. And to you, our amazing listeners, be good, take care. We'll be back next week.